At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. There's a change happening in the way we live. The way we work. The way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest was recommended by another guest. And as I work with more mediums, psychics and spiritually minded people, Nothing surprises me anymore. Emma Grayson is a no-nonsense business consultant and wealth builder for women and takes a balanced approach to business through business strategy, mindset and spirituality. She's created immense wealth through her career and has helped countless women in business to transform not only their balance sheet, but their beliefs and how they show up in the world. The ripple effect from this transformation is never-ending. I've also experienced firsthand working with Emma, and I am now one of her students. So stay tuned for incredible results here at Ethical Change Agency. Welcome, Emma, to the Ethical Evolution. Thanks, Mindy. It's nice to be here. Now, uh, you've come to us highly recommended by another guest, which uh, we're so lucky to have. Um, But uh, for those who don't know you, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Sure. So my name's Emma Grayson. Um, I have been in business for 13 years now and I help women in business that are wanting to be able to get more time back and be able to create, create a bunch more money for themselves as well, but most importantly, help more people. So I have been consulting for uh, 10 years now. Uh, I have helped so many uh, small business owners be able to do exactly that. So I I love what I do and I love business. I love making money. I love teaching people how to keep the money as well. And I love being able to see the transformation that happens with people as well. So that's the thing that really lights me up is seeing where they were before and then what happens for them um, after they've kind of gone through that journey. Mm. as well so that's that's who I am and what I do <laughs> and I love that and you know the the um, results that you see in people are quite rapid aren't they oh yeah like I had a client last year that uh, mid COVID like lockdown and everything the place that she was in when she started with me was not good as you can probably imagine and within oh, three weeks it would have been she was like a totally different person mm. so it was 
yeah, it was really awesome to be able to see that. But yes, people can switch so quickly when they decide that they've had enough of their current situation and it has to change. Yeah. And you'd probably see a bit of a trend of, of women probably getting towards their middle age who actually want to make an impact for themselves and get out of working for someone else. Do you see that a lot? Yeah, I do see that a lot. I also, um, so I deal mostly with people that are probably between, uh, say, 35 to 45, mm-hmm. mostly that bracket. Um, sometimes people that are a lot a lot younger as well, but mostly that bracket. And what I find happens is that they have either had their business for a long period of time and just not really done anything with it. So mm-hmm. it's been a little bit more of, I'm not going to go with a hobby business, but it's been a smaller level. They haven't really taken it to the next level because they've been too scared to. They've perhaps had kids in the meantime and it's been a, a secondary focus for them. And so they've kind of gotten to the point where they're like, okay, well, something has to change and I don't I don't want to keep the small thing anymore and I'm ready to go to the next level. So I get a, a bit of that. So I see that quite often. And the other thing that I find that I attract as well, and I think this is because of my background, is people people that have been in business since a very young age and they have done a bunch of different things and then they've kind of gotten to that point where they're like, okay, what's next? So it's a, I've done all of these things. I've achieved all of this stuff. I've um, got the list of successes basically, but what's next? Because I, I'm, I don't know where to go from yeah. here. So I get a little bit of both of those those types of people coming to me. Yeah, so you're really the person that you go to when you're ready to take it to the next level. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not the person to come to if you're not sure and if you're like, oh, maybe I'm I'm ready, maybe I'm not. I'm the person when you're actually like ready to, to go to the next level. Mm. That's definitely me. <laughs> and that's it. There's I, I know so many women who do have small businesses and, and they're struggling to get past that that first hurdle of, of getting somewhere and, uh, you know, it's you don't know what you don't know, right? Um, you try to do the best you can with what you know but yeah. until you accept help and actually ask for help, Lord knows what comes your way. Well, that's exactly right and I, I actually I love that you just said that because I say this all the time is that you only know what you know up until this point. You don't know what you don't know mm. and you're only getting what you're getting at the moment because that's the extent of the knowledge that you have right now. So what we need to do is be able to layer in a whole another like pocket of knowledge for you so that you can take it to the next level because I think that, and I know I struggled with this back in the early days of being in business, is that we think that we have to know everything. That's it. And I used to be someone, um, I started out very young. I was 19 with my first business. So I I was very ego-driven is probably (laughs) the the only way to put it. And I thought that I knew everything and the reality was that I didn't. Mm. And so what's happened over the years is that I have actually realised how important it is to continue to learn and to to continue to grow as well. And I think that that's where with some people um, they a lot of the time can get into bad mindset habits as well, where they think that, oh, but I should already know this already. And Mm. I've been in this business for X years. And that should mean that I should already be at this point. And then they go into a bit of a negative spiral um, from that point. But I come from the perspective that um, you just need to learn more knowledge. It's just a matter of there's just, if you're not where you want to be, there's just something that you don't know. And you need to go and find the person that does know how to do it so that they can teach you and then you can implement it from there. It is, 
there's no shortage of knowledge in the world and especially in this day and age we have access to it like there's no tomorrow it's just a matter of being active to actually go and find it yeah and I couldn't agree more um this this agency is actually my second business that I've run so far my first one was a web design business I had for nine years and um, I thought I knew it all as well Um, (laughs) but when I started this business I was very conscientious to actually um, lean on some business coaches to actually teach me things that I thought I knew that I didn't know. Um, and it really made a significant difference, like to actually making quite a significant profit in the first year. So that in itself, just by going, you know what, I don't know it all and I never will and I'm mm-hmm. not perfect and I'll never be, um, and yep. actually leaning on other people who you really uh, resonate with I think is important as well. Um, yes. You know, not every business coach is the same um, and they've really got to work with you and what you want to achieve. I 100% agree with that. Mm. I've had um, my current coaches, I have been working with them uh, for nearly 10 years. And before that, I had another coach and uh, was with him for a few years. But same deal, my business took off dramatically with the first one, but it was because I reached out for help because Mm. I just was like, I can't keep going the way that I'm, I'm going. And um, the current mentors that I mentioned that I've had for nearly 10 years now, they have fast-tracked, well, I have been able to fast-track my success because they already went and learned all, all of the lessons and all of the stuff for me to then mm. um, be able to utilise their pain <laughs> we'll go with for me to be able to get further faster. And now that's what I do for people as well and have done for a number of years because I can get them even further faster because of what I've been able to learn in amongst that time frame. So it's just, it's really, like you said, it's about having the right person, right knowledge is the other key factor and um, being able to actually gel with that person. And I think that for me, obviously being with mentors for nearly 10 years, I gel mm. with mine and I have clients of mine that have been around for five, six years because they obviously gel with mm. me as well. But I'm also really upfront with that not everybody gels with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit full on sometimes and some people are not at the place where they can can handle yeah. that either so it, it is really about getting the right fit of person yeah. for you as well yeah and, and one of the things that you say is to work smarter not harder and yeah. I guess if you look at it, all of the you know the big personal development gurus um, they say to learn from the people who've already been there um, it's a, it's the quickest shortcut you're going to get right yeah exactly why would you want to try to keep fiddling around, trying to work it out on your own and wondering and stressing constantly, am I doing this right or is this going to work as well? Like that that stress and the energy that you're then putting out mm. over wondering and not really knowing versus just having someone that's already been there, done that and being, is able to sit there and go, hey, you need to do this, this and this and that's how it's going to work. I'd take that person all day, every day mm. because I'm really conscious of where I spend my time, where I spend my energy and about my own thought processes as well because I don't want to get caught in any negative spirals. So why wouldn't I want to learn from somebody that's already done it? That's just the way that I think about it anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. And the other cool thing that, that I like about you, Emma, is um, you're into the woo-woo as well, <laughs> uh, like, like myself. Um, so, um, you know, you, you do have that spiritual mindset as well. And, and how do you find that helps you in business? Great question. I love that question. So 
a little bit of a funny story. I will answer the question, but I need to give the context to this. So um, I uh, probably five years ago was when I came out with my my woo-woo because before all of that I have always been, I guess, the no bullshit person. I have been the person that just says it as it is. I'm very upfront. I, as I mentioned, can be a little bit full on and not everybody can handle that. So I had really, um, I guess, presented to the world this image of me being that person, that I was very straightforward with everything that I did. And before the, the woo, I guess, came out to the public was I was terrified that if people actually knew what I was really like, that I would be disregarded. I was really worried that I would basically be um, I guess, pushed aside for somebody that was better because they were more serious and they didn't have the the woo in them. And so I basically was in the closet over <laughs> the spirituality side of things. And so what happened was I started to be able to, uh, I guess, talk about it more and I started to incorporate things into my events and the way that I was teaching. And what I realised was that people actually wanted that. Mm. and it's oh well when I say people wanted it my clients wanted it but also because the universe provides right I was being nudged to do this for a number of years and and explain to people how I was actually getting the results that I was getting what I was doing and how I thought and I just kept avoiding it so I have this little um, saying with my clients about what the universe does. And first of all, you get a little tap on the shoulder and then you get a bit more of a shove and then you might get a punch in the face. And then next minute you're being pushed off the freaking cliff. Like <laughs> if you haven't listened. And so what happened for me was that I had been nudged for a long time about being able to incorporate the spiritual side of things into what I was actually teaching and be able to still come from this place of the no bullshit and the strength and all of that, but also actually show people that you can have this other side of you and how it all all blends together. And so about five years ago, that was when I started incorporating this into my teachings. And I have to say, I, um, my fears were unfounded, (laughs) like completely no one rejected me. Nothing like that happened. I didn't get burned at stake. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing happened. And, um, if anything, I had more people coming to me. And if anything, I had more of the right people coming to me. And if anything, I had more of the people um, coming to me that were able to bring me a certain level of problem that I could help without hiding going, oh, shit, like I have to like pull back with how I help this person right now because if I start talking to them about they've got energy blockages in their system and their guides are actually telling me that this is what's going on, not what the, what they're telling me is going on. And if I start telling them I'm hearing voices in my head that <laughs> this is what's actually happening, that they were going to think I was freaking crazy. So I actually have been able to help people in an even better way and in so much more depth because I actually embrace this side of me and brought it out into this public space. And, um, I haven't lost the no bullshit. I haven't lost the straightforward part of me. I haven't lost any of that. It's just I've been able to incorporate it in in a way that it's me. And it genuinely is actually who I am outside of um, 
like a work environment. It's the way that I think. It's the way that I've actually been um, coaching and consulting with people for years and years and years, just not explaining to them in the language that I now currently use. So mm-hmm. it's just you can hear me talking about this, that it makes me so much more excited yep. that all of this is incorporated because, to be honest, this is how I see that success actually happens. Like this is how I see that people get exactly what they actually want, which is by incorporating Yes, the business practical skills, but the mindset and the PD side of things with the spiritual. And if you're missing that element, that's where people are going, well, what's the point of this? Or they're going, why aren't I getting the results that I want? It's like, well, you've got all the practical tools of everything here. And the reason why, if you're following that, the reason why you're not getting the results that you want is because there's this energetic mismatch that's happening. And because I teach so much about um, money and creating money and creating wealth as well, when people come to me and they're like, I'm, I'm not making the money that I want to make, I've done this and I've done this course and I've worked with this person, I know how to do this and I know how to do that. It's like, well, there's a total mismatch of alignment with the money, mm-hmm. like completely. And how do we get you back into alignment? with that so now I get to talk to people about it whereas before I used to have to because I had filtered myself I used to have to go into oh well we need to teach you all of these practical things and I knew that that wasn't necessarily the case yeah so yes bringing in the work has just been like incredible for me personally but also for my business yeah, and I just watched your energy change. As soon as I said woo-woo, you just fired up. <laughs> um, exactly. I'm like, it's great. I get to talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, when you were telling the story of, um, you know, worrying what people would think when you, you took that slant on things, I mean, it all comes back to, you know, who really gives a shit what other people think because if they think that, they're not your people. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> I think that... It's funny because I'd been teaching that for years about all of these other things and I understood that from all these other businesses that I'd had. And then um, but this one thing, it was like just the woo-woo part, that one thing was what was was stopping me and that was where my mindset block was about what was going to happen and and all of that. But, um, yeah, it's funny because, like I said, no one's actually said anything to me, nothing's happened, but obviously there's people that don't resonate with it. They just don't come towards me. So that's fine. That's exactly all right. right. Yeah. And, you know, for me this year, um, I actually got my qualifications as a spirituality coach. Um, So um, that's now uh, sort of washed into what I do as well. And when people found out, they were sort of like, "Um, wait, are are you religious? What's going on? I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me explain. (laughs) Um, But, you know, uh, clients now, like the connection is just so great because that's where it comes from and helping them with that inner transformation. Because, I mean, you are your business, right? So if you're not okay with you, how's somebody going to connect with you and, and buy from you? Exactly. You know, exactly. it's all part of that that central holistic offering that you have. You're part of your business. You are the face of it. There's so many uh, clients I've had who don't even want to put their face on things. I'm like, well, you're going to have to because you're actually part of the business. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a little issue there. Yeah. <laughs> so then we dig down and sort those things out. But, you know, um, I, I think that's a, a lot of women don't want to actually step up and be the face and step into their power and actually be that central point of their business. Do you do you see a lot of that too? Yeah, and I think that that's one of the reasons why I work with women as well is because um, what I see is that 
it depends on the the current situation, but what I see is that they are scared to step up, mm. and there's there's a couple of key reasons, and I'm like, this is a really touchy subject for a lot of women, and sometimes they don't actually see and that this is the case of what's been happening until we're much further down the track, but. What I see is that they don't step up because they're actually scared that they're going to be better, do better, have better than somebody else in their life. And generally it's normally a partner. Sometimes it's um, perhaps friends and, and family, but generally it's a partner. So they are concerned that if they are more than, then that's going to risk their home life situation and so they tend to keep themselves small and to pull back because that to them is safe and it also um then affects like a monetary situation as well and there's just this huge flow and effect in terms of the self-esteem and they're not feeling good enough and that inner knowing and I think this is the other key part of it is the inner knowing that they are capable of more so they can do more. They know that they can, but because they're not, then they're not in alignment with that, which is then creating this inner conflict and then it creates God knows what other problems and medical stuff and there's just a huge, huge, huge flow and effect. And so um, it's it's really sad to see this happen, but this is also why I do what I do is because I – I empower women every single day. I have, uh, we obviously don't have time to go through my entire story in this um, podcast, but I have all these things that I've been able to overcome in my, my life so far. And because I've been able to do that, I know that anybody can overcome their own stuff that's going on. It's not a matter of, um, of staying stuck. No one has to stay stuck in their circumstances. Everybody has a choice. It, they just have to be able to make the choice to be able to change it and to do something different because if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same thing that you've got. So it has to, something has to change to do that. And so for me, when I hear these women's stories sometimes and I I know what's going on and I can see that they're just keeping themselves small and they don't have to, if I can step in and they're able to follow the instructions, they're able to do the work, they're able to understand what the connections are, what the blockages are and all of those things, I know their life's going to change. And I know that not only their life is going to change, that everybody that's connected to them will be able to to have some sort of impact from there. So I see it as this incredible ripple effect and I'm covered in goosebumps as I even tell you (laughs) this part of it because this is really my mission. It's Mm. about being able to help as many people as possible. But I know if I help a woman with her business and be able to help her increase her finances and change her financial situation, that that there is the key to having a huge flow on effects, not only just for her, but for everybody that's connected to her. It's just, yeah, that's what lights me up Mm. is being able to see how we can change that person's situation. Yeah, and and by having that ripple effect, um, you know, not only does it you know affect everyone that's in their lives, but economies, communities, exactly. like w- when women uh, are really successful in business, they they're usually generally great collaborators. So they're great yep. at connecting people and bringing ecosystems together, and that's yep. where you see true growth. So globally, we see this happen when women are empowered and are successful in business. The the economies just boom. Yeah, 
Exactly. And I think um, the other thing that I see is that with women, when they, and this is speaking from my experience with what I see with my clients, is that when they start to make more money, the flow on effect from there is that then they feel better about themselves. But then the key thing is about also keeping the money. Mm. Because the other thing that, so 10 years ago when I started consulting, I thought that people just knew needed to know how to make it. I was like, they just need to know how to make money. They just need to know how to change their business. And what happened was I had this client and I remember this day, oh, like clear as day. She called and she was like sobbing. And I, first of all, didn't know who it was. And then I was like, what is going on? And she's like, I don't have any money. And I'm like, how do you not have any money? Like it's been, I think it was like eight months or something. We'd been working together. She'd made hundreds of thousands of dollars extra, like done all this stuff. She's like, I don't have any money. And I'm like, how do you not have any money? And this conversation goes round and round and round and round and round. And eventually she calmed down and I it took me 45 minutes to understand what was going on. And what had happened was she had spent all the money. Yeah. So I had taken it for granted that people in general knew how to keep money. I had taken it, taken it for granted that people knew how to budget, people knew what to spend on and what not to and how to save. And I, this was this epiphany moment for me where I was like, holy shit, because a bit of background, I was a seven-year-old with a ledger book. Like <laughs> I could tell you down to the exact set what I had spent every month and every quarter and every year on stationery, on magazines, on books, on like whatever other random stuff that I would spend my money on. Like I was a seven-year-old that tracked every cent and had an actual ledger book. Like th- this is the type of person that I am. So I've always done that. I had businesses, businesses, I say that with amusing air quotations around (laughs) it, had businesses in school where I was selling things to people and making money. So tracking money to me was very natural. And so what happened when this client was having this meltdown on the phone to me was that I realized, hey, most people actually don't know how to keep the money that they're making. Mm. And so what happened from there was that I realized that I had to incorporate that into how I was teaching people because there is no point in teaching people how to make a shitload of money if they don't know how to keep it mm. because it's all just gone. So yes, it's going to help the economy because it's spending money yes. into other places, but it's also not helping that family. It's not helping that business. It's not helping the staff in that business and whoever else is connected from, from that point, because this woman couldn't pay her bills. She couldn't pay her rent. So that's then affecting the landlord and her suppliers and, and all of that in a negative way. And so that's not how we want to be able to, to stimulate the economy is we want to be able to, to make sure that obviously things are being paid, but also that person's creating wealth for themselves and for, for their family. And so what happened from there was that I, like I said, started teaching people how to actually create wealth. And so What's happened over the years and all the people that I've I've been able to help is that I see the change in mindset that starts when they make the money, but then when they start to understand the numbers and they start to understand how to actually um, decipher what the numbers mean and they start to understand, okay, well, this isn't just about saving money and being a hoarder and just putting it in the bank. This is about, okay, how do we make good investment decisions? Mm. How do we actually make our money work for us? And what's the next step from there? And all of those moments that happen, I see these women change. I see their 
mindset change. I see who they are as a person change. I see even to the point where I see their DNA cells changing because they have become different people. Like it is really incredible to watch that happen, but it all comes back to, I guess, the knowledge side of things as well, but also that empowerment that they have when they actually understand how to keep not only their business finances or their personal finances, but create that long-term wealth for themselves and that there that's where the magic is like that is just it's beautiful thing to watch yeah and and that's something that you know a lot of people in in your field don't cover you know like it's like get all the money we don't care what you do with it once you've got it but you know and I it's something that I've said in several podcasts over the years that they actually need to include um you know uh, money management in the curriculum you know do you know in why schools. they don't though? is because they don't know how to do it. They don't actually have money. They haven't created wealth for themselves. Mm. And this is one of the things that I rant about all the time. So I'm going to apologise if I go into a <laughs> rant already on this. It pisses me off. Um, people are not teaching that out there because they don't have that skill set because they haven't done it for themselves. They're out there lying on Facebook about how they're making seven figures and they're doing this and they're doing that. But the seven figures that they're saying that they've made is what their business has accumulated in terms of turnover over the last 10 years. And they haven't actually manage any of the money because they haven't had any money to manage because they don't actually make profit. And I'm not saying this is everybody, but this is a lot of people that are out there. And the next step goes from there is that even the ones that are actually making profit, they don't know how to manage it and they're not creating wealth. They're in this cycle Mm. of constant hustle of trying to make cash because they haven't managed their money. And so there's this whole messed up system that's out there and you can hear me getting quite angry talking about it and I'm going to rein back in my (laughs) rant, but um, this is why I teach the way that I, I teach. And I have clients that come to me that have worked with a number of other coaches before and they're like, holy shit, like no one's ever taught me how to manage money like this. Mm. This is so simple, but it makes so much sense. And it's like, yes, that is exactly the case. It should be simple, but it's just that most people don't know how to do it because they don't have the experience Mm. of it. Like there was a reason why I was a millionaire in my mid-20s and it's because I know how to manage money. (laughs) I know how to make it and I know how to keep it (laughs) as well. Well, we should uh, have you teaching the kids of today, I reckon, um, you know, just just so that we can start to get this wealth earlier on in life, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm, I'm interested to know, Emma, um, like what kind of, um, you know, results that you've produced with some of your clients? Oh, man. Okay. So I have so many stories. So uh, one of my clients last year, she was, so this was actually the client I was talking about earlier that was in a bit of a meltdown when yep. COVID happened and had a three-week turnaround. Um, that client basically lost her entire business overnight. So mm-hmm. we're talking lockdown happened. She was a face-to-face business, totally gone, yep. like it couldn't do anything. And um, what we did then was we totally recreated what her business actually was at that point. So she had a heap of knowledge, a heap of experience in a certain area. And what we did was we transitioned her into being able to sell a knowledge-based product. So we basically leveraged her 20 years of experience doing what she does into a, a product that where she could teach other people. And so what happened was she made $45,000 in cash in less than three weeks. Wow. Yeah. So we're, we've gone from 
complete meltdown over having no income whatsoever to 45k in cash in her account in May 2020 when everybody was like having a complete meltdown in the entire world. Hmm. Um, So I'm actually not sure on her exact figures for the last 12 months, but I know that she told me that she's had overall a 30% increase on her business versus the, the previous year, but it's a little bit hard to compare because we're in lockdown and she lost yeah. so much and obviously 2020 was not our normal mm. year <laughs> either. Um, so there's one. Another client of mine from last year, similar situation around that time frame um, with lockdown and everything, lost pretty much her entire business as well, retained about 20% um, of her clients. Uh, when I was talking to her, she was uh, three weeks into drinking wine every night because oh. she didn't know what she was going to do. And um she did, uh, I think it was just over 200K in about eight weeks. Whoa. Yeah. So, yes, this is this is what I, I could tell you so many stories, but these two come to mind because it was in like the worst period of time for business owners ever, which makes mm. their results even more incredible that they were able to do that. And this is what I see happens when people learn something new and something different and they actually understand how they can repackage what they're currently doing because that client that made over the 200K, she, um, we weren't recreating her business. All we were doing was looking at what have you already got? What have you built for the last five years? I think she had been in business for, but she had about 15 years experience. How do we repackage what you're actually doing and monetize it? How do we actually create even more value for your clients? And how do we repackage it so that you're making profit off of this, but your clients are getting extreme value. And once we look at it from that perspective, and I do this with people literally every single day, we can look at ways to add half a million dollars to somebody's turnover in 12 months so freaking easily. It's just just a matter of being able to do something different to how people are doing it currently. And I guess that's my little superpower Mm. in amongst this is that my brain works in strategy. I basically can spend... 10 minutes with somebody, understand where their business is at, what's happening and create a new strategy for them like that. Like it is very easy for me to be able to see how to do it. It's just a matter of people being ready to take it to the next level, which is why when we started this conversation today, I said, I'm not for everybody. I'm definitely for the people that are ready to take things to the next level because that's the kind of results that people get when they start working with me. Yeah. And that's, that's where the results come is when you take action, right? Um, because you know, you could give me all the best advice in the world and go, yeah, I'll do it later. Not going to get a result. Not going <laughs> well, that's happen. exactly right. I, I have a guarantee with people. I say to them that if they do fuck all, they'll get fuck all. If they <laughs> actually do the work and put the effort in, they're going to see results on the other side of it. Yeah. And this thing is that I also say something similar to that with what you had just said, which is I can give this advice to two different people. And the person that says that, oh, yeah, maybe one day I'll do it Mm. is never going to get the life that they want. They're never going to get those results because they're not action takers. Mm. The people that are prepared to step up and take the action, they're the people that are actually going to get what they want. Mm. Like it's just, it's so simple, but yet so many people just get caught up in all of their excuses and reasons as to why they can't instead of just being able to say, yes, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. And I know, you know, uh, some people, they get 
you know, great advice from people like you and and then they'll get stuck in their, you know, their imposter syndrome kind of stuff and their I'm not enough and I, I can't do this, I can't get that kind of success. Um, but if they can get outside of that and just go, you know what, what if I actually just started? What if I just did it and see what happened? What's the worst that could happen, right? Just take one action and see what the result is and that then feeds the next result. Exactly. And I deal with this so often. Like I would say probably eight out of 10 people that I speak to, imposter syndrome is clear as day. Yep the biggest issue it is it is definitely there so yes you're exactly right just take one step forward yeah (laughs) that's how it starts one step forward just do it (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly. now um I reckon you'd probably have a lot of challenges in the work that you do what would you say is the biggest one and how do you overcome it one of the biggest challenges that I have actually stems from this imposter syndrome (laughs) is um people getting caught up in their heads so they're caught up in their heads and um, they they really come up with a lot of reasons as to why they can't do something. And it's probably the biggest challenge that I have day in, day out with people. And obviously I have a certain level of skill set that I can help people work through that. But when people are, um, I guess, very stuck in their narrative and very stuck in in their story. No matter what I do, I can't help those people. And so um, the way that I think about it is I can only help somebody if they actually want help. And that's how I overcome this challenge day in, day out is Mm. that because I used to get really caught up in that I felt as though I had failed this person. And um, I learned in the first couple of years of, of consulting with people that I couldn't keep thinking that because <laughs> there's actually more people that would prefer to stay stuck in their narrative and stay stuck in, um, I guess, mediocre results or in a situation that they're not happy with than the people that actually want to step up. So it would have eaten me alive if I would kept thinking mm. <laughs> that it was me. So how I overcome that every day is just... I'm here to help the people that are ready to step up. I'm here to help the people that actually want the help. And I know that the right people will always find me. I know that however it's going to work and there's normally some um, crazy little background story with a lot of people as well as to how they've ended up um, connecting with me, but I know that the right people will always find me. So I I just stick with, with that belief and, um, I'm just in a positive frame of mind as much as I possibly can be about everything because the universe will provide and the universe will link those people to me for me to be able to help them when they're ready. Yeah, and it's really just making peace with the fact that you can't help everyone. It really is. It's just a peace with that, like I said earlier, I'm not for everyone and that's okay because there's heaps of other people out there. It's just a matter of the right people being matched up with the right people. Mm, yeah. And um, I, uh, well, yeah, uh, just from what I've um, learned from you already, uh, I reckon um, we're a great match. Um, (laughs) Now, I have to ask you, Emma, if you could define what being ethical means to you, what would it be? So ethical to me is about having integrity. And integrity is my highest value. I'm preaching about it all the time to everybody because I truly believe that if you don't have any integrity, then you are, you basically 
you can't help anybody. You're not going to last in business. Like the flow and effect from that is just all in the negative and it's all not good. So for me, it's about the integrity constantly of being able to come from that place internally for yourself, that if you are operating from that place constantly, you will always make the best possible decision in that moment. So you may look back at a decision and be able to go, oh, well, maybe I could have done that differently. But in the moment, you made the best possible decision. And that integrity is where that ethical side of things comes into play. Because as a business owner, as you would know, like if you're not coming from that place constantly, like it's only a matter of time before people are talking about someone doing something dodgy or whatever may happen from there. So to me, the ethics and morals are a key not only to being in business, but to just being a decent human being, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, it was just yesterday, and this this is how the universe works. It was just yesterday, um, I used the quote from Buddha: "There's only three things that can hide, cannot hide for long: the sun, the moon, and the truth." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Yeah. So I think you're going to get found out, you know, eventually if you you can't have that integrity in business. Oh, that's exactly right. And I think that that's one thing that I've uh, seen. So as I said earlier, I've been in business for 13 years. I've been consulting for 10. And um, the coaching industry is very flawed in a lot of ways. And what I have seen over this last decade is people come and go. I have seen they are about an 18-month cycle. Some of them maybe last about three years. But there is a huge turnaround of people. And I am one of the few I'm going to go with that has actually lasted um, this long. And one of the reasons why I have been able to be in this space for nearly a decade is because I operate from that place of integrity Mm. all the time. Like that is who I am and I'm also a person that if I have made a mistake and I look back on something I'm like oh do you know what that wasn't quite right I will apologize for it Mm -hmm. I will acknowledge it I will be able to speak about it and and things like that so it's not um it's not something that I take lightly that integrity side of things like I said it Mm -hmm. is definitely my my um highest value but when I see people in the coaching space and that turnaround that happens the truth always comes out yeah like it just always does and I have enough evidence now that I know that that's going to happen so these days if I see something whether it's on Facebook or I hear a story about someone or or whatever I'm like oh yeah that will eventually come out like (laughs) it just does it has to Well, yeah, for me, you know, ethical change agency is it's part of my 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 brand, you know, like every you choice I make. Be ethical if it's part of your brand, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've got to be like, mm, can't do that. So it's every single decision we make, um, you, you know, you you're going to be judged. Um, oh, exactly. And that's not the reason I make decisions that way either. It's because I'm doing greater good while I'm making those decisions. So yeah, it's it's something that's got you know very close to me. Um, so. Um, what's coming up for you? What are you working on at the moment? Oh, I have lots of things underway at the moment. So after having like a rest year in 2020, I'm back at it. So um, at the moment and next week I have an event coming up called uh, Money Magic. So that's just for my clients. It's not an open to the public event, but um, Money Magic is one of my favourite events. It is just it's next level money management, money alignment, like everything. We do lots of cool stuff. So that's coming up. 
The other thing is I'm writing a book about money. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny because I have been meaning to write this book for probably, I don't know, maybe six or seven years and something always happens, right? Like life just happens. And I earlier this year had, I was doing a meditation and I had my guides basically pushing me to be like, okay, it's time. Like, stop mucking around. Like you've had plenty of time to do this. It is time to do it. So I actually started writing it earlier this year. So it is coming. <laughs> I'm not going to put a deadline on when it's actually coming, but it, it, it is going to be soon. So yeah, so I'm excited about that since book. And as always, I am always helping women in business, like in any way, shape or form. So that's always coming up for me. <laughs> oh, we're glad you're you're back in the driver's seat for 2021. <laughs> yeah, I needed a rest last year. Yeah. I uh, had this little epiphany that I was like, oh, work my ass off for a long time. And I realized that it also meant that last year when everybody was freaking the fuck out, I could have a rest. Mm. I, I still worked and I still did <clears> stuff, but there was no events. There was no stuff going on. I just had a bit of a, a cruisy year last year and it was great like absolutely great. So I love 2020 for that reason. <laughs> I was the busiest I've ever been because everybody wanted to go digital. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah. And podcasts just boomed. So I was like, all right, <laughs> thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still worked. I just did uh, did bits and pieces of, of stuff and just kind of chilled, took a chill pill for a little bit. <laughs> and really you're taking your own medicine too because, you know, you're all about not working harder, right, and taking care of yourself well, and enjoying that. Time. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was just the biggest thing for me was that I normally run so many events during the year. So last year we couldn't mm. do that. So it was still doing the work the way that I, I normally would do with people, but I just didn't have the level of events happening. So mm. I wasn't here, there, everywhere. I haven't been on a plane for like 15 months, which is the longest like ever. I haven't been overseas for um, like 18 months now, which is just Obviously, other people haven't been overseas as no. well, but this is like for me, th th that was having a rest, yeah. <laughs> not living out of a suitcase and traveling every three weeks to somewhere and doing something. Yeah. That, yeah, no travel, that was me having a rest. Yeah, and, and travel's exhausting too and running events is really exhausting because there's a lot goes into it to do it well, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. And I'm not someone to half-ass anything. No, I didn't think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give off that impression. No, I? no, no. <laughs> Now, um, Emma, if people want to find out more about you and get in touch with you, where can they go? Um, so they can go to my website, so www.emmagrayson.com. So Grayson is spelled G-R-E-Y-S-O-N.com. Um, and any social media. So just everything's under my name. So LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook, everything's there. So just connect with me on any of those platforms. Awesome. Now, the last big question for you. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? <sighs> that is a big question. So the change I want to see in the world is that more people have a better relationship with money mm. because I just see it as a lot of the stuff we've been talking about today, obviously with the impact, but I just see that if people had a better relationship with money, that that would influence so many better decisions. It would be 
that people, for instance, wouldn't have terrible spending habits, Mm. which means that they would have more money that they would then be able to do more cool stuff with. It would mean that the people that are earning quite extreme amounts of money can then use that to make change in all other areas in the world. So um, whether it's about um, for different countries, different things, whether it's about global issues, whether it's about more local issues, then if you if people have a better relationship with money, they're going to do better things with it mm-hmm. is the way that I, I see it. Like I know for myself, I... Um, once I started making a certain level of income, I started a foundation. I started helping women with uh, women and kids that were escaping domestic violence. Like I started doing more and creating more impact. So I see that if if people could just have a better relationship with money, everything would change. So I just see that that would be such a huge impact oh, that would happen. I couldn't so, agree more. Yeah, it's not an easy one, no. but it's <laughs> but I that's definitely the change that I would like to see in the world. Yeah, and I can see you making that change um, on helping others make that change um, one person at a time. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do, just one person at a time, help them and have that ripple flow on effect. Mm. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Thank you. I can't thank you enough, Emma, for being a part of the ethical evolution. You've been absolute joy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.